and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica, across from me as always is Bob. Yo! Uh, thank you for putting up with our little uh, extended hiatus there. Uh, someone wandered into the mountains and I had to go uh, wander after him to uh, pull him back. Yeah. Like the horrific shrew wife that I am. We could have just taken the recording equipment to the mountains and just stayed in the mountains. Yeah, put out didn't. after the movie from there. But you didn't. Nor uh, did I. So, what are you going to do? I'll remember that for next year. Mm. See that you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, folks. So, we went uh, to the movies this evening. So Unfortunately. We, we are going to resurrect an old segment called We Are Living. In a society. That was a hefty break there. Hey, you got to get that good pause in there, man. All right. So there were people sitting. Like we were kind of in like the risers, right? Yeah. In like the part, like the stadium seating in the back. Yep. There were people in like the floor seating who were talking as if they were sitting at like a coffee shop and just having a conversation throughout the entire movie. Correct. Sharing their phones back and forth. Why are you paying to be at a movie? Go sit at Starbucks. Go find a caribou coffee if they're still open. Usually they have couches. You can go hang out there. I don't understand the concept of paying money to sit somewhere and then not pay attention to the thing you're paying to see. Um, you, you have been to like Blackhawks games, right? And Cubs games. And I watch wrestling. Yes. Yes. No, I'm aware. I just don't understand it. It does not make sense to me. Well, you know, why enjoy an escape from the world when, uh, you could just stay connected and. If I am able to tear myself away from fan fiction for a few hours to watch a movie and put my phone away. Anyone can do it. <laughs> anyway, literally anybody. You got this, folks. I believe in you. Was there something else that you had wanted to mention? Oh, just... I mean, this wasn't really, like, a problem. Uh, I did get a flash in the middle of the movie. This was a problem from somebody in the up in the those first couple rows. And it was... That was annoying. A flash? Of something. I don't know if it was just a reflecting off a screen. Or oh, I got, like, you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Whatever it was, it was, like, annoying. It happened... Well, the guy sitting, like, right in front of us, he didn't bring his phone out during the movie, but after it? Yeah, during the credits? It was, like, His phone was on, blinding. like, the brightest... Like, how do you look at your phone that way? I It hurt my eyes. Like, I have my phone on, like, half brightness always. Yeah. One, to save battery. Two, because my I, I my eyes just can't handle it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I looked down and I was like, now I'm blind. Well, the other thing I thought was funny uh, were the people sitting next to us. Um, during the credits, they were talking, which I don't care about at all. But it just, I don't care if you talk during the credits. I do care if you talk during the previews. Yes. Because I'm I'm actively trying to watch the previews. Right. That annoys me. The movie has started. Shut the fuck up. Um. But uh, she just made a comment that uh, 
what did she say? It was she like, hated to say it. She hated to say say it, but Captain Marvel was slower paced than Wonder Woman. And which it's just so it was just such a weird thing to say to me because it's well Captain Marvel's slower pace than Wonder Woman is something it's that's a fairly objective statement. But what why do you hate to say it? It was an odd turn of phrase. Yeah, it was it was just it was a weird thing to say. And we can talk more about that once we get past the trailer park, but it was just like Tonight was a good example of why we stick to our home theater the majority more of the often time. now. Right. I, I will say that this was probably the chattiest audience we sat with at a Marcus. Yes. And I think because we've been going either during the week or on like Friday nights. This has been the first Marcus movie, I think, that we have gone on to a big movie on a weekend at seven at seven so there's your problem yeah we gotta go at the off shows yes so we know that now it's still not as bad as anything we've experienced at amc's no no it isn't definitely isn't no marcus is still much better yes in our humble opinion yes shall we squeal into the trailer park yes okay we're squealing oh my god Okay, I know we talk. We have talked this movie up, but... Was we'll, this number one? This yeah. is the first trailer? Yeah. Really? Why is it not August 2nd yet? Why can I not watch Hobbs and Shaw now? <laughs> Idris Elba, Elba is evil Captain America. What? He is a super... He is a legitimate super soldier in this fucking movie. Oh my God, I want it now. I, I want them to release one more trailer uh, in the vein of what you uh, described for the Marvel movies. I want... The Rock uh, just to walk out? No, no, no. I want it to get up to where he says bad guy. And then he turns to the theater or to the screen and says, August 2nd. August 2nd. <laughs> and that's it. See you then. <laughs> <A> little wink. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Now, as soon as I heard this movie was a thing, I was there. And everything I have seen, I, I'm, like, mega there. Like, I want to buy tickets now. Like, I have that day off because it is my birthday. But we're going to go see, like, the first showing of it. Because, oh, my God. So we're actually going to go see it on August 1st, then. We can totally do that. Or possibly July 31st. Who knows? Movies don't actually come out on the day they come out anymore. No. But we could go to the Thursday night show. <sighs> Glory. All right, and then next was uh, Long Shot, starring uh, Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. That has potential to be funny. I mean, I I will not go see it in theaters. I'm not going to see it in a theater. It's something that we would probably rent. Yeah. Fine premise. Yep. We'll see what the word of mouth is. Right. I mean, it seems like it's going to be one of those typical Seth Rogen movies, Mm -hmm. which is fine. You know, those are fine. Just, I mean, the math of uh, Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen just isn't there. But, <laughs> hey. no. It's, it's, it's. Charlize is like a 12. And uh, Seth. Can I, can I throw something out there for you? Seth? Yes. It's, it's a Charlie D situation. 
Without the non-consensual bullshit. <laughs> they just need to go do some deaf poetry together. Okay. It'll gotcha. Be, it'll be beautiful. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, next was... Uh, Question. Rocket. Oh, answer. Is there a combination of people on the show that hasn't had sex together? I mean, you would hope Charlie and Frank haven't fucked. You that, know, that you, would be a little upset. Well, may, it's probably happened, but I mean, maybe not fucked each other, but they've been in the same room. Oh, or, almost definitely. Or you know, Artemis is coming over. They're getting freaky with the food, uh, and poor Charlie's like some Eiffel corner, Tower like, situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh, maybe, maybe. Oh, the the implications of that. <laughs> the implication. So much fan fiction, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but you got to make sure you put the filter on for, like, the incest stuff, because you don't want that stuff. You don't want that. Icky. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Give me my chart content. Not that I'm reading It's Always Sunny fan fiction or anything. I had to have started. What are you talking about? Shut up! Let's keep talking about trailers! Uh, next is Rocket Man. Yep. Which is apparently a Elton John biography. Biopic. Well, and you hope that this one kind of delves a little bit more... Into, I mean, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, so I can't speak to it. But from what I heard, there was some papering over of the uh, more gay aspects of uh, Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. which is like, what, 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 what are you doing? What's going on over there? Wrong, incorrect. So it, it, we'll see. Yeah, but now I guess we're just gonna go through all of those musicians and start making biopics about them. Well, if they do one about Billy Joel, they'll have to revitalize the Roxy Theater in Northampton. It's still there, isn't it? Yeah. You could probably use a paint job. (laughs) Well, you film on the outside. Uh, Yeah, you don't do the inside. No one's filming on the outside. No, no, no. Um... I, I don't know what the, uh, he's like, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it's, it is interesting. Um, uh, one, um, I know everyone's, uh, who knows what it's actually, I prefer bi- biopic. I've always said biopic. I don't just, I don't know. Biopic just sounds better to me. But I also fine. mispronounced genre until I was like 18 years old. So. So, I mean, whatever. Um, whatever. I, I, biopics are... They're one way to avoid the... Uh, the just super repetitive uh, f- superhero movies or, uh, you know, just get you something different. Um, everyone's story ultimately kind of filters down to the same stories. I mean, who is it? Uh, it was the lady. It, it was the lady like sitting next to us, who said, "Well, at least it's an original story." And I can't remember which movie she was talking about. I mean, looking at each of these, you've got. I I would say none of them. You could call them an original story, right? Because Long Shot is a romantic comedy. They're going to end up together. We that's what that. that's what she was talking about. We have that seen was the that 50,000 times. And that's fine. That's fine. 
But we've seen that movie. Yes. We know how it ends. And that there's nothing wrong with that. But there are no original ideas. That I I think we need to we need to think about that terminology and how we talk about that because when people say I want to see original things, well, you can't. So what's the better way to say that? But no, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying maybe saying original things. I think it's more. Um, it's like with something like Alex and I were talking about Inception earlier before we recorded uh, uh, Subtle Interference. And Inception is at its core a heist movie. But it takes the heist movie and it gives you interesting characters. Mm-hmm. It gives you a interesting twist on the heist movie. And it, it's done in a creative, more unique way, I would say. Mm-hmm. What, what, what? It's a GIF. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So. But you're right. You know, you, it, it is taking movies and or and general story ideas, and it's about the details. It's not the it's not the big overarching theme or the overarching plot. Look at John Wick. Fairly generic, like plot. Uh, 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 assassin guy gets back into the game, lays waste to everyone. It's the way they do it. Yep. It's the little twist they give it with not only the dog, but the not being able to grieve and that, that, and the uniqueness of the, the fights and the way it's shot. It's, mm-hmm. you don't have to have the most original idea, but you do have to present it in an interesting way. You need to execute. Exactly. So I would also like to say I wanted to use Pacific Rim for that example, and I chose not to because I have self-control. Mm-hmm. Next is uh, Detective Pikachu, which I continue to be here for. <laughs> just, just bring it. Let's do bring it. it. Bring Let's, it on. Come on. Bring it on. <laughs> I cannot. Like day one, I'm there. I'm, I'm so excited for it. I really hope like. At the very end of the movie, they run into another Pikachu who can talk and Stan DeVito. You have to, right? <laughs> Come on! Give the people what they want! <laughs> this movie is so ridiculous. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, what is really incredible to me is how good the Pokemon look. Oh, yeah. Well, if you were going to do this mo- a movie like this... It, they had to. They couldn't look like shit. Right. So, I'm here for it. I did the, I did have a little bit of an eye roll moment that they had to show Mewtwo in the trailer. Yeah, well, they showed uh, Hulk in the Thor Ragnarok trailer and ruined that, which would have been kind of a really cool surprise. So That, that one was my... That was my biggest disappointment in trailer, I think. Um, the the dumbest move in the trailer was giving away the ghost on Terminator Genesis, because then I don't think anyone wanted to see it after that. I don't think anyone wanted to see it anyway, honey. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it was like, oh, so I know everything that's going to happen so why would I go see this movie? Right. Why wouldn't I just stay home and watch Terminator 2? Did we buy that on 4K? 
I don't know that we did. Maybe? Or maybe it's just on our list. We'd have to go down and check. I don't know. I don't know what's in our library. Actually, that's not true. I have a detailed list. You have an extensive list. list of what's in our library. Next is Frozen 2. Fine. What next? Uh, Dumbo. Again, you've got Danny DeVito in your movie. All I'm thinking of is it's always sunny quotes. I like Michael Keaton, but I, I just I have no desire to see that. Well, and Dumbo is one of those like... It's a depressing as fuck movie and it's kind of really racist. And I'm sure that this they're not going to do that in this one, right. but it's just like I yeah. Well, everything around the circus is depressing and dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why there aren't any anymore. Right. So I mean if we were gonna go depressing and dark, they should have just cast everybody else from It's Always Sunny. That's all I'm saying. Really lean into it. That would have been amazing. Uh, yeah, it would have been. I would have gone and seen the movie. Then. <laughs> All I'm saying. Directed by Tim Burton. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking. Okay. So before before we go any further, mm-hmm. I want I want to talk about this for a minute. Sure. So Tim Burton. You cannot. Every Tim Burton movie looks exactly the same. Well, yeah, he has his. But his kind there, of style and his way of shooting things. Yeah, it, it, like it, it's just so firm. Like you can see any Wes Anderson movie and know it's a Wes Anderson movie, but they're all a little unique in their own way. Well, I think when was the when can you pinpoint when Tim Burton stopped giving a shit and was just cashing cashing checks? <laughs> I think it's a legitimate yeah, question. Yeah, it is. A, it is. Because if you go back and you look at those first two Batman movies, those are like uniquely shot. Those are beautiful movies. If you go and watch Edward Scissorhands, if you watch his earlier stuff when he still apparently cared, mm-hmm. I think there's still there's there's care there. But the older you, the later you go, it's like it, it just all looks the same. Like Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory. I did not see that. He was Charlie in the Chocolate. Was it Charlie and Jack? Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Um, I I saw enough of the trailers. No, it's just it's it's a Tim Burton movie. And but that's what it is now. Yeah. It's like oh, it's a Tim Burton movie. And, it's and like, I I don't. Care. There's no care to like reinvent yourself or you know try and expand on but your. Why would you? Palette. You're getting those fat checks from Disney. There's Guillermo no, does. Well, that's because Guillermo cares. West does. I, you know, and that's, I guess that's in taking pride in yourself as an artist. And Tim's just, eh. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I really. Well, like, and Guillermo is such a bastion of perfection that it's almost unfair to compare other people to him. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Pacific Rim. I didn't say anything about it. I was thinking of Blade 2. Did he do play too? Yes, he did. <laughs> it's a really good movie. Rod Perlman's up in that piece. It's great. I like Blade too. It's fun. I don't know that I've seen Blade too. All the Blade movies are fun. I'll even sit down and watch Blade Trinity, man. That movie's such a piece of shit. It's great. <laughs> it's such a good time. You got Ryan Reynolds like fucking around with Triple H. Ah, oh, it's it's great. It's wonderful. It's not. It's terrible, but... Go watch that, and then remember, that's Pikachu. 
Sekejap <laughs> I am so glad that he finally found Something Something Yeah Because Ryan Reynolds has been around for a long ass time Well I think he just does meta so well And right now that's pretty big Well he's also got that smurm That he does very well Yes And it works perfectly with Deadpool Yes. And he's got some I mean, passion for Deadpool. the character. Yes, he is. Like, to the point where it's like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in our thing. I'm like, well, is he going to be... Deadpool? Just as Deadpool. No? <laughs> I, I can't say that I really care then. <laughs> Sorry. Did you... We are talking for so long about the trailers. I don't care. <laughs> because did you see when Deadpool came out, uh, or after Deadpool came out, like... Uh, you know, on the digital storefronts, you can, of course, upwork, update artwork for movies mm-hmm. like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox did a thing where across their digital platforms, they inserted Deadpool into all of the artwork for their stuff. And the marketing on that movie was oh, phenomenal. Yeah, it was choice. What shitty movie do we have after Frozen 2 or where are we? I don't know. Uh, we're on Dumbo, but we talked about that. Tolkien, which I guess is a biopic of Tolkien. I guess. Ah. I haven't heard anything about it. I knew it was happening. Um, I heard some kind of rumblings, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care. I don't need another, you know, old white dude biopic. Like, I'm fine. You know, uh-huh. I'm good. Yeah, those are great books. Cool. I, I mean, cool. Not, not to be a dick, but was Tolkien's life particularly interesting? Did he fight in the war? He fought in the war. I mean, he? if you're that old, you fought in a you war. You fought in a war, yes. That's, right? That's a fair point. <laughs> so, that's a fair point. But it's not like Lincoln, where you got someone who's a leader. And, no, and I mean, there are... But, Biopics about authors that are interesting. It's just, I don't, I don't really care. No. I don't really care. Okay. And then we had Dark Phoenix, which I am finding, we probably end up seeing it, but I'm finding a hard time uh, uh, finding the energy to give a shit because they're just going to like retcon all of this anyway. Now yes. that Disney owns Fox and they're going to bring the mutants into the fold, they're going to completely, like, no one is going to come over. See, that that should give, that should give you the 101.1 syndrome of this doesn't matter. The last days of Q101. So we can do whatever the fuck we want. We're playing Run to the Hills five times in a row. We're all fired. Go fuck, fuck yourselves. You. That's what should happen. I don't have any faith that's what's going to happen here. No. You know? Oh, that was such a great week of that, radio. It was like a month of radio, and it was perfection. That's a long time ago now. A few years? Yeah. yeah. But that was that was a choice month of radio. Yep. Uh, especially that, that final week. But, yeah, I just think the Dark Phoenix saga goes really into it with the space weirdness and... Like from the comics and from the sure. cartoon show, um, which is a superior version, because they they did it very well in the in the show from the nineties. I felt well, the X Men movies, um, even counting the the original, uh, quote unquote, the, you know the 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 early aughts nineties ones. You go back and you watch X One; it's fine. 
It's a fine movie. They're all very restrained. But because they don't feel they can, we can go there yet. Yeah. It really wasn't until I would even say Guardians where it was like, okay, let's take some of the lower tier characters that no one fucking knows about and let's just see. Yeah. Let's let it loose and let's see. And it did gangbusters. So now we can do space weirdness. Mm -hmm. Here for it. Rad. Now, presumably, Disney's going to recast everyone. Um, Except Hugh Jackman if they can get him. (laughs) He drove a dump truck full of money up to my house. I'm not made of stone. Uh, think about how big of a dump truck Disney can afford. Oh, Disney's got Disney's got dump trucks. Don't you worry. Disney's got dump trucks for days. <laughs> um, if I if I was ever in that position of them having to get them to, to to pay me, I'd be like, no, I I want the literal dump truck. I don't care if you owe me ten dollars, Disney. I want the dump truck I coming up to my truck. house. You bring fill me, it. You fill it with pennies, and you bring, bring that dump truck to my house. I want the fucking dump truck. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, <sighs> we got burned with X three, yep. the last stand or whatever. When it was like, oh, we're doing the Dark Phoenix, then you didn't fucking do the Dark Phoenix. You just gave me Super Jean Grey in that shitty, shitty, shitty fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. Thanks. I'm good. Well, and if Which you... It's a shame because I did really enjoy... Was it First Class, Days of Future Past? But there's been diminishing returns on these new... Uh, yeah, movies. Apocalypse was not great <laughs> from what I saw of it. We only watched, I want to say, like the last half of yeah. it. What a waste of Oscar Isaacs. Yes. Like... Isaac. What did I say? Did I plural it? Jules. I am, I'm from Chicago. Sorry. Um... Yeah, it's it's it was a waste of him because he's such a dynamic actor that you like throw all this makeup on him and you just have him stand there and like point at things. It's like, you know, oh, he got paid, so good for him. But yeah, okay. I yeah, okay. You know, it's it's unfortunate because I think uh, first class was really good. First class is legitimately like a great movie. Um, Days of Future Past is fine. It's not great, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, was there one more? No, no then there was apocalypse. apocalypse. Yep. And now it's this one. So yeah, it's just it's hard to care when you know it doesn't matter. I thought they had a good cast though, and it's a shame that oh, Fastbender as Magneto was. There's a lot. It, it, it didn't. The line didn't come up in the trailers you watched today. And I don't know if you've seen it, but. He has one particular line in one of the trailers for Dark Phoenix that's really fucking good. Because he's Michael fucking Fassbender. And it's like, this is, you should not have used this in the trailer. Well, then I will continue to not watch trailers. It, it was like, this was, this is such a good line. Because I wasn't planning on watching it, but then Alex came over today and was like, watch the trailer. And I was like, okay. Yeah, fine. Whatever. But tell him to go fuck himself. Well, we would have ended up seeing it anyway, so we go to the movies way too much to not see every fucking trailer in the universe. So after like five hours of talking about trailers, let's squeal out- 18 minutes. Oh, really? Oh, it felt like longer. And we talked about shitty people in the theater we for, for a few minutes, we so did. it wasn't that That's long. Fair. That's fair. We basically talked about trailers for as long as the trailers played. That's, f- that's fair. That's a fair 
point you got there, Bob. <laughs> so let's squeal out of the uh, trailer park and talk about Carol. Your aunt? I mean, I'm going to roll up next time I see Auntie Carol and be like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Halloween, this is happening for realsies. Get Jenny on board. There you go. It'll happen. It'll happen. So, Robert, uh, we went and saw Captain Marvel. I don't think that we even said that while we were, we were no, talking. No, we did. Did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. I mean, you clicked on the on the episode title. You you saw what we, what we were talking about. Spoilers, obviously, from here on out. Movie's been out for, uh, what, a week or so now? A week, week? yeah. A little more. Um, so, yeah. By the time it's edited and posted, and I mean, who knows, but. Well, I tend to edit these fairly quickly. I don't let them sit like some people do. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like... Well, well, well. I care about the feed, Bob. I care about our listeners. I want them to have content because I love them. I care about the listeners. I love the dozens. Very, very much I'm so. just ADD. Mm. Are you dying? Gunny is ADD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so, Robert, uh, gentle Robert, what did you think of... Uh, Captain Marvel. I thought it was a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I appreciated that. There were, I thought they had good moments of emotion uh, in the movie. I thought they could have pushed the emotion a little harder in the third act. Um, but they seemed clearly wanting to keep the fun aspect of could it. Could have made the other pilot like uh, her girlfriend. If you wanted to up the emotionality a little bit. Eh, I don't think it. Eh, eh. Just gonna throw it out there. Um, you fix it with fan fiction, Bob. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but overall, you know, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a. I had this conversation conversation with Alex earlier. It's a Marvel movie. It's going to meet that bare standard. You're not gonna be mad that you went and saw. Yeah, I think it sits in the 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 better half mm-hmm. of the Marvel movies. Uh. You know, so I th- I think it goes up a bit above and beyond that minimum standard. Well, here's a question for you: What would you say sets the minimum standard? Would you say first Iron Man? That's a good question. Ooh, there's well, the there's thing. also like forty <laughs> fucking Marvel movies. Right. Here's the thing: I think there might be worth having before we get to Endgame, which comes out in like a month and a half that there might be a conversation worth having regarding the the larger Marvel universe. We should do an infographic <laughs> ranking of all the Marvel movies. Okay, I'm going to need some cigarettes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can find a tie. <laughs> Not I, I didn't say conspiracy theory wall. No, shut up, I'm rolling. And then I I need I need a wall. I need push pins. I need an endless source of mail. And then I need some red string. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> I Carol! Do, I, do, I do appreciate there are certain things I can say that will Bob, just... Bob, it's always rattling around. It's just, just always go. up here. Sheila's endlessly tickled by it because she's like, you realize that you're like 15 years too late with all of this. And I'm like, I am fully aware. I'm well aware. Don't care. <laughs> Pushing forward with it. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, no. I the first Iron Man's probably a pretty good pick. Um, As I, your base stand, I th- it would be you know, 
we could we could pull up the list of Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't want to get into a huge conversation about that now, but I do think that a Marvel sort of look back before we go see Endgame is a worthwhile conversation to have. I think so, too. I mean, the MCU is unprecedented in film. Just yeah. dead stop. Um, so it would be, yeah, I think you're right. I think it would be interesting to go back because, you know, I'm scrolling through the list right now and I'm not going to go into each and individual individual film, but like just going through, I'm like, yeah, I'd watch that again. Nah, I don't think I'd watch that again. Yeah, you know, or so that, I think that's a worthwhile conversation. Yeah. Um, I think I would watch this again. Yeah. I think this would look really good on the TV. Yes. Yeah. This is one that I would probably pick up. Mm-hmm. Mostly for goose. Oh, Goose. Delightful. How did you feel about um, the various de-agings? You know, it didn't bother me as much. I thought it looked a lot better in this movie Mm -hmm. than it did in Aquaman. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, when Nicole Kidman came on the screen in that first part of Aquaman, it was just like, there's computers all over your face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I can see them, and it's annoying me. <laughs> but I thought with Samuel L. Jackson, they did a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Personally. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about, like, the 70s cop music they were playing <laughs> as he was driving his car with his fucking <laughs> aviator sunglasses, and they've got that bass line going, and that waka chica waka chica waka chica It was amazing. <laughs> like, it is the 90s, and it's not the 70s, but I will fucking take it. Thank you. Um, did you know this movie was set in the 90s? Uh, yeah, I was aware. Were you? I was, thank you. Okay. Good. Good. Just want to make sure. I picked up on that. It was a little unclear. I did pick up on that, yes. I, you know, it's one of those things, I'm making fun of it. I didn't feel too punched in the face by it. Like, it didn't annoy me. I think there's a part, and, uh, 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 friend of the show, uh, Captain Jack uh, was texting with me about it a little bit earlier. The The only problem he seemed to have, and I'm curious as to what your opinion is, and uh, we've already said spoilers, uh, but it's a Marvel movie. You know how this shit shakes out. During the fight, what was your thoughts on I'm Just a Girl? By No Doubt. Um, Noted 90s band, No Doubt. I, uh, until they were a 2000s band... Well, that's where it all kind of fell off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Tragic Kingdom's a great album. Um, no, it's a great song. I just, I wasn't that. I wasn't crazy about the choreography m- matched to the song in that scene. It just didn't work to me. See, for me, at first, I was like, oh, and then I was like, no, you know what? This is cheesy in the perfect kind of way. Because mm-hmm. we're on a spaceship, and there's a fucking pinball machine in the corner. Mm-hmm. This is cheesy as fuck, and I am here for it. Just something about it, like, the timings didn't quite work for me. I know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Completely willing to overlook it. <laughs> here for it. I Like, it didn't kill the scene for me. It's still a fun scene. Right, right. Uh, it just seems, it's, it's, it's an odd, it's an odd misstep for the movie. I wouldn't even call it a misstep, in my opinion, but... Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, now, I didn't know a lot about Captain Marvel. I've read a lot of Ms. Marvel, but mm-hmm. I haven't read much. I don't think I, I have the f- a uh, trade of um, Captain Marvel upstairs, but I haven't had a chance to read it. So I, I thought this was a really good introduction to the character. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a more like modern retelling of what happened. Yeah, I don't know. How she got her, I know, her powers. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I knew... Going into this movie, I knew um, two things about Captain Marvel. Uh, one, there's one in DC, too. And two... Uh, or, or something. And two, um, that she's overpowered. Oh, yeah, she's OP as fuck. But I'm kind of okay with that. Well, you need it at this point. If you're going to be going fits against into the universe. Thanos, you need someone who's going to be able to, to fight against that. Right. And that's that's fine. Yep. You know, I know... Well, and then we can get into... Uh, I don't want to talk about it a ton because we discuss it on Subtle Interference, which, God willing, will be out this week, but you never know. Uh, and yeah, that was a dig at you. Yeah, I know. Did you get it? Did yeah, you receive I did. it? I did. You did? I did. Okay, good. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. I know. Because it was really subtle. It and was. And I wanted to make sure that you got it. You know, I was. It, it was that rare moment I was paying attention and not playing on my phone, so I got it. Okay, good. Yep. It's as long as we know. Yep. Um, y- yeah, because it's, it's... It's so dumb to me that people get mad... When you do have a a female superhero who is overpowered as fuck. Mm-hmm. Because you've seen it in literally every male superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that she's not getting her ass kicked during this movie. Because she does. Yeah. But it's when she kind of rips off, I'm assuming it's like an inhibitor chip or something. Yep. Uh, and then she goes ham. It's like, you know. But we've seen this... Like this is this is not like a new thing. Mm-hmm. Like when Thor calls down the thunder and fucking Ragnarok, it's the same thing. Or see uh, any story arc of Dragon Ball. Well, I mean, I'm talking about superhero movies specifically, but she is Goku, isn't she? She is Goku. It's really upsetting to me. She is Goku. I'm upset. So who's the Vegeta of the universe? Ah, uh, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's fucking great, man. <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. just a scratch. No. No. <laughs> Can we talk about... Uh, well, well, first. Um, yeah, it's just... It's cool to have, like... Like, she's existed as a character. This wasn't yep. something just randomly created for a movie. It's... No, yeah. she's over... I'm assuming she's overpowered in the comics as well. It's... it's there's nothing wrong with that no because if it was a dude i don't think there would be any no one would be shouting or screaming about anything no i mean she's because we live in a hellscape of a, of a world well and it, 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 i think part of it too is that she is unknown uh you know wonder woman's overpowered um, it, depending on which canon of DC you read, she's more powerful than Superman. Um, so, but people don't get up in arms about that because people know Wonder Woman. I feel like people were bitching about Wonder Woman too, though. 
Well, people bitch about, but it's for exactly people bitch about everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just because oh, it's you know the the feminist agenda or whatever, and it's like God, just shut the fuck up, and and you know, and and then they find something that they can attach their just bigotry to. Oh, it's she's overpowered. Oh, this this movie's just feminist propaganda. Just shut the fuck up. See, like I, like I said, on subtle interference, someone says, "Oh, it's feminist propaganda." I'm like. Can can I go? Can I pay for it twice? <laughs> like I, I I want to go to there, please. Um, no, I thought. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, whatever. People are idiots, and it's fine. I, you know what? What I think. What is kind of nice? I mean, obviously, there they make a huge point in this movie about um, early in the movie about how like you know people are putting her down because she's a woman and she shouldn't be out there Mm -hmm. um but they don't harp on it throughout the whole movie um no you get that that there's that uh when she's in the uh the scroll thing where they're like reading her memories or whatever you get that in there you get some in there with the the go-kart and the dad and then you get that that scene later when she's on Earth and she steals the motorcycle from the guy who's like, oh, you got to smile for me or whatever. Yeah. And then there's none of it until there's that great scene where they show her falling or like getting the baseball thrown at her head and she she stands up. Yeah. And 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 that's a great scene. Yeah. And to me, that was more a testament to. That's what we do as on Earth, humans. As humans, we you fall right. down, you dust yourself up, and you get the feck up, and you mean mug whatever the fuck tossed you down. Right, and so it was. It is kind of nice that they didn't feel the need to make necessary, like to try and like put it in your face, because it should just. Sarah Silverman said something once: "Don't tell girls they can be whatever they want." Show them? Uh, no. Because if you tell them that, it puts the idea in their head that they can't. Mm. And that's not the exact quote, but it's something to that effect. If you never tell them they can be whatever they want, they would just assume that oh, they well, can. Oh, right, 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 right. So, uh, it, it's getting to that point where this is just the way things are. That there's nothing, there's not something, you don't have to call out that you you know it's fine for a woman to be a superhero because of course it's fine for a woman to be a superhero. Well, right, because now we've got, I mean, you you have movies where you have the female like a female lead like wrecking shit. Right. And high fury road. The more the more we get of that, and the more normalized it becomes, you then you don't have then you're not making a statement. You're just about that. Well, right, and the main players in this movie are you know it's Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Samuel Jackson has mm-hmm. a very main role in this movie, um, and then she me- eventually meets back up with her friend. I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I, I can like see it on the screen. I can't. I don't remember it. But uh, she's African American. Her daughter is mm-hmm. great. You know, it's you've got a, a nicely rounded out cast, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, you can make a lot of money with like that. Yeah, like it has been proven time and again. Annette Benning was great. Annette Benning's always great. She just had that great, like, 
as the what do they call a it? Central intelligence or whatever. Is that what it was? Supreme intelligence. Supreme intelligence. Supreme intelligence. You know what else I enjoyed? Like right at the beginning, like there, you're not fucking around. They just get started. The movie starts and goes. Yeah. Which I appreciated because sometimes you got that. It didn't feel like your typical origin story. No, I. Well, they had an advantage, and they were dealing with an amnesia story right from the beginning, so they were able to just throw you into it because you were going to discover it later. Right. She already had her powers, you know, you had some of that shit at the beginning with Jude Law, who is also in this movie. Um, and, uh, 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 yeah, it, it, it tosses you right in, you get, you get going right away, and I appreciated that. Yeah. You know what else I appreciated? What's that? They throw Ben Mendelsohn at you. And they're just like, I mean, they twist it because you're like, oh, it's Ben Mendelsohn. He's clearly evil. Like, as soon as you see him, you're like, well, he's a scroll. Yeah. And they, in that scene, yes, he's a scroll. They let you know, which I appreciated. But then he ends up, it turns out that the scrolls are not uh, the bad guys necessarily. Well, and, you know, you find out pretty early that, um, you know, well, if you've watched a Marvel movie, if you watch Guardians, if you've seen a movie, you know of Ronan the Accuser. Yes, so when you're pulling accuser, him into the mix, and you're like, now there is a little bit of uh, kind of uh, muckery here because in in Guardians, the premise is that Ronan is um, has. Um, gone rogue from the rest of the Cree, so you don't know that it, like it, it, it may, something could like right you don't he you don't know that they're the villains here. but right. you, 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 know. You, know. you know you know yeah um but i also liked tying in some of the the greater cosmic shit yeah with this movie as well yeah where it's like we're still like you guys know what Cree are we have talked about this in the past so it, it, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Um, <laughs> I do... I do um, people evidently have been making a stink that, well, they, they say S.H.I.E.L.D. in the movie, but, you know, at the beginning of Iron Man, they're not calling it S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. And it's like, just shut up. Right. Just be quiet. How's that? How, how's that? How about you just shut your face? Right. Well, it because, just works better. Because, Bob, there, there are people out there who hate joy mm-hmm. and fun and, and feel the need to constantly pick apart every, every little thing mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. Let's say shut up. Hey, like, be quiet. No one cares. You know, when, you know we, when, we, when we don't like a movie... Um, we'll we'll sit down and we'll we'll nitpick it. See, but the reasoning for that though is I am bored because your movie has not grabbed me. Yeah, we have talked about this at length. If your movie is fun and engaging, which I would argue this is, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Um, what what I find about people who 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 are talking about stuff like that though, they're not they're not generally having that. I didn't like the movie and, you know, here's X, Y, and Z, Y. They just want to shout and make noise. And be like, yeah, it's continuity. It's like, 
contribute something more to the world. I don't care. Uh, there was one continuity in the movie that <laughs> bothered me a little bit. Hmm. Um, so Brie Larson's powers can, um, you know, blast holes inside the spaceships, um, mm-hmm. make catwalks disappear. Um, when she hits people, it just pushes them. I just assumed that she's controlling the amount of power that she's she's outputting, kind of like a key blast, if mm-hmm. we're going to go with the DBZ stuff, where it's not, you're not all necessarily always going full power. But these are also people who are killed by, like, plasma guns. That didn't bother me at all. Hey, it was starting to be a little like whatever. Well, and it's clearly because they didn't want to show their new lead just outright murdering people. Uh, but what, what are you suggesting that that makes someone unlikable? Speaking of the DC Murderverse, I was at D and D on Thursday, and um, we we had an instance of uh, uh, wondering if, a, a, if a, a character we came across would bleed. So we all just started with the, Do you bleed? Do you bleed? You will. I had a lot of fun with that. Oh, the DC Murderverse. Oh, the DC Murderverse. Uh, what else? Um, aside from um, I'm Just a Girl, how about the, uh, the rest of the mu- music in the movie? fine i mean we're post guardians so it's it's something you're gonna get but i think when you're trying to establish it in a different time it it's fine mm-hmm. it didn't bother me that much well and it's all all the music that they had was great oh, it was all glorious i was tapping my toe to all of it yeah so it's not like you got something that was like i thought the nirvana when she goes back to the supreme intelligence was a little weird, but it's come as you are, so I'm not gonna get mad. Yeah, it just seemed odd. Yeah, it's kind of that- like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sure, that's cool. <laughs> I do also appreciate that Marvel has learned. Let's not kill the uh, the villain. Yeah, you know, not even Marvel. I mean, uh, Aquaman didn't kill Patrick Wilson. It, it's it's like they're starting to realize, oh, we can tell greater stories with this shit. Yeah, we don't have to murder these characters. We can bring them back and continue to do something with the character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I it's well, I mean, it's funny because they did that with Loki. They kept Loki around for a long time. They got a lot of mileage out of Loki. They did get a, mi- a lot of mileage out of Loki. <laughs> so. <laughs> Loki's coming back. Yeah, in a prequel series. I did. Is it with uh, Mr. Hiddleston? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. What else? Um. Well, I like that just the nature of where it falls in the timeline now. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can tell another story where she's, you know, if she's, like, out with the scroll trying to find a new homeworld for them. Because you've got, like, 20 years of whatever the fuck you want to do there. You could tell a story about after Endgame. I mean, you've got options for the inevitable sequel. 
Yeah. Um, Though I would assume she probably ends up hanging around on Earth because, I mean, she's kind of the strongest, right? So. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, I am. It was kind of funny. You go through, um, you go through the whole movie, and it has one, it has a certain tone, mm-hmm. and then you get to the first stinger tone. Oh yeah, and it's all like, <laughs> oh by the way, three point five billion people are dead. Yeah. Happy feel good. Uh, Happy feel good times. Mm, yep. <laughs> I still think it would have been really cool uh, at the end of Infinity War. Um, instead of, well, no, I understand the pager thing, but whatever. I think it would have been cool if, like, Captain she Carol's standing there and she starts seeing her hand go, and then she just pulls it back. Yeah. I like the idea, and I'm going with it. Okay, I'm glad. That'll be my fan fiction. Bob, Bob, you need to be the fanfic that you want to see in the world. <laughs> I will always encourage you to write fanfic. I have several going right now. How many words? Not a ton. Uh, I've got a couple just, like, random ideas. It's more just sort of how can I build this stuff out and have it not be... The biggest thing for me is... I don't want to write something that is has already been done like 50,000 times. Like one is kind of like a coffee shop uh, AU, but I, I don't want it to be the way that other coffee shop AUs are. So I know what alternate universe AU stands for, but I have no idea what coffee shop AU is. Oh, no, it's just putting the characters from literally anything into a coffee shop scenario where either someone is a barista someone is a customer robert we could do a whole hour on this shit (laughs) some of my favorites are those but to me it's like i don't want to write something that somebody has already done and potentially done better so it's like let me get some of my ideas out there let me if, if there's some ripeness there and then we'll go with it because that one I wrote was just from somebody was uh, talk had like a idea for a, a, a story on Twitter, and I was just like, I kind of love this. Give me a week. Next time we do, that's play, where heartless came from. Ne- next time we yes. do play D anD D, we should get like the Final Fantasy fight music, and anytime there's a fight, played in the background. Can we talk about, like, the deep, deep desire that I have had this last week to play fucking Final Fantasy VII again? But I am like, Erica, you have so many games downstairs that you need to play. Yes. There's... You need to finish God of War. There are... I need to play Neo. I need to play Monster Hunter World. I still... Did you buy Monster Hunter World? Yeah, we got it the day after uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. It was, like, five bucks. Um... I still haven't touched Shadow of Mordor, which is, like, 20 years old at this point. Like, there's so much that I still have to play, and in my head, I'm always like, well, 
I mean, you could restart. <laughs> you could do Final Fantasy VII again. We are never going to play a new video game ever again. No, I'm just going to keep playing Stardew Valley, which has also been like I'm getting that itch again, which is dangerous. Or I want to go back and play Final Fantasy VII again. Captain Marvel. Where does it fall on your hot dog scale? Oh, damn it. I forgot about the hot dog. It's been so long since we've actually done one of these. Where does Captain Marvel fall on the hot dog scale? Well, you don't even have to say hot dog scale at first. You could say, I mean, I think you said it earlier that you you find it to be in the above average for the Marvel movies. Yes, it definitely is above average. This is... um, I think you've got really good characters. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting story. Uh, I enjoy the space weirdness that we include. Uh, I like that she's OP as fuck. Um, uh, I had one other thing that I wanted to throw out there, and I don't remember what it is now. Oh, and it's a good origin story, because it's not really an origin story. She already has her powers. She's had them for a while. You're just kind of coming at her at the point where she realizes the truth. Yep. So it's different than the let's get to know the character for a half an hour. Then we do 20 minutes of them discovering their powers. Something happens. Big dumb fight with the villain at the end. This is the Spike's Hot Dog uh, Parmesan Dog. So it's a hot dog, marinara sauce, and Parmesan on top. It's delicious. That just sounds upsetting. It's so good. (laughs) So tasty. (laughs) Why are you so unadventurous with your hot dogs? Because I like just a a Chicago-style dog. All the things that you will try food-wise... And, yeah. and and you just not you're just not adventurous with hot dogs. You know, there have been a lot of things that you have said to me today that I have wanted to uh, beat you to death with one of these uh, mic stands over. <laughs> that may be the one where I actually do it. Though. <laughs> that that might be the one. I mean, the perfect hot dog, of course, is the steamed hot dog you get from. The aisle vendors at Wrigley, because I I just eat that. That is the that is the only hot dog I'll ever eat, just straight plain. I won't put anything on it. No, because it's so, it's a hassle to put shit on your dog at a ballpark. But that's not why I don't do it. I mean, it's good on its own. It's, it's delicious. Just, it's just a perfectly cooked Vienna beef hot dog. It's so good. Welcome to Hot Dogs the podcast, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So ultimately, yes, I would highly recommend uh, go check it out. Um, despite horrible people, this is worth seeing on the th- in the big screen. Yes, I had to restrain myself a few times from actually like screaming "shut the fuck up" because I know there were kids in the theater. But um, yeah, so go see it on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. But go see it. I I enjoyed it. Yep, good movie. So what's what's next for us? Next, uh, here, let me, uh, let's get to the schedule, shall we? Because we did miss a few things. I did want to see Battle Angel Alita. 
Oh, let me see if I have this readily available so we can uh, give you guys a little of what to expect in the coming weeks. Uh, I would like to do Predator. Uh, we've got Shazam yep. is coming out in a few weeks. We've got the new Hellboy, which I'm uh, I have feelings about. Why did the, why did we never get Hellboy three? Was it just the studio wasn't sold on it, and then just too much time had passed by I the time they came back around I, to ultimately it? Ultimately, what ended up happening, and I don't quote me on this, but I think too much time ended up passing. Ron Perlman is not young, and Guillermo was had moved on. Started working on other things. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Or like the third. Oh yeah. Hellboy oh 2. Selma Blair's sick now, isn't she? She has MS, I believe. That sucks. It does suck. Yeah. But she came out like a baller on uh, the Academy Awards. She had like a cane and everything, man. Oh, yeah. Rad as fuck. Nice. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, we probably will go see Hellboy. I like David Harbour. Um, yeah, have you seen him in costume? I haven't watched any of the trailers. I'm trying to go in fresh. And then uh, a couple weeks after Hellboy, we've got Avengers Endgame. So. Yeah, I think we, that one, I, I know we want to do a, a talk about beforehand. We we might have to do a pregame before we go to the theater that day. It's not a bad idea. Because well, I'm going to have to rewatch uh, Infinity War mm-hmm. before that. And then. Yeah, because I just think, well, that that's going to devolve into a, a bigger conversation about the Marvel Universe anyway. So I would be fine with doing it all together. But Right. But and then in the coming weeks, I mean, we've still got some stuff we're catching up on from uh, the last couple years. Uh, we're still trying to get you guys episodes every week. We've been, uh, I know, a little lax. Hopefully you enjoyed some of the Vault episodes. Uh, Kong Skull Island is one of our favorites, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that. But... Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll be coming at you guys with uh, fresh content, and as uh, the summer heats up, we've got a, a fair amount of stuff out there. Yeah, May is May is stacked this year. Yeah, you've got Detective Pikachu, you've got John Wick three, and you've got Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, and there's other stuff too, but those are the, those are the three. Yeah, those are the three. So. Well, and, uh, you know, we're going to plug some other stuff. Uh, Game of Thrones starts back up soon. Guys, Beyond the Red Waste is coming back. For the final season. The final season. The final season of Beyond the Red Waste. You said That was like our first podcast. It was our first podcast. Aw, Beyond the Red Waste. It'll sound a lot better this time around. Did we? No, we were in the yurt with the good microphones, I thought, last season. Were we? I want to say we were. Oh, it'll still sound we better than the first season. experimenting with the yurt. The yes. Yurt. <laughs> oh, the yurt. <laughs> I was so ill-advised. Did we ever take a picture of the yurt? I believe that we did. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. The P- things we do for you. The dozens. PVC pipe, moving blankets, a monitor in an ill-advised position. And it would get hot as fuck fucking there guys i think we did like three episodes yeah. of the year well because before. you were like well we're gonna have to just leave it up but i'm like we are not leaving this fucking thing up it needs to come down immediately <laughs> <laughs> i would like to still use this room thank you now you know what it was then you got the tv and yeah. then it was like yeah the year can never come up in yeah, here no, again no more we also have subtle interfe- uh subtle interference which we've referenced a few times this show 
We have improvised weapons. Uh, oof, I wrote that. Uh, which potentially could be going on hiatus again. Uh, uh, due to some uh, health issues. Now that everything's cool, but hopefully we can uh, get that back on track as well. So, uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.